I'm very proud. This is the first time I've really done an album that I'm more hands-on than I've ever been. So it's just, I'm really proud. It's like my baby. That was Britney Spears talking about her ninth studio album, Glory, which was released in August of 2016. Now, it had been preceded one month by the single Make Me, featuring rapper g Easy. There are several controversies that surrounded the release of the Make Me video, including the photo shoots, which were directed by David LaChapelle. And we'll discuss that later in the Make Me episode of the Original Bell podcast. In December of 2020, Britney Spears would see her ninth studio album re-released with new material, and it would be available on vinyl and digital. At the Original Doll podcast, I count singles including official, promotional, and charting. During this era, Britney Spears would release seven singles. On this episode of the Original Doll podcast, I take a look at the different parts that made this album, which just so happens to be one of Britney Spears' most critically acclaimed albums of her career. My name is James Rodriguez Horton, and I'm an independent Latino podcaster. I created this podcast as a love letter to all things pop. Hearing a song and enjoying it is one thing, but finding out a song's origin story, that's another layer that I like. I look at the different parts that created these iconic songs and legacies, as well as pulling back the curtains on the entertainment industry. I have talked to music producers, songwriters, radio insiders, actors, and more to give you, the listener, a deeper understanding of what it took to create these pieces of art, and these pieces that created the original doll. Britney Spears. This episode of the Original Doll Podcast is a little different than our other episodes that we've been a part of. There is Side A, which I will discuss the tracks on Britney Spears' ninth studio album, Glory. Now, this is just a quick recap for the Glory track listener. Then, for Side B, we have special guest Derek Please, and we get his honest reaction to the 2020 reissue of Glory, as well as tips on vinyl collecting. And for those first-time listeners, the Original Doll Podcast is a philanthropic one. So for each question that is answered by one of our guests, an item will be donated to charity. You can visit our website to see how you can help others. www.theoriginaldoll.com We also will have giveaways, so be sure to follow our socials on Instagram, the.original.doll, or you can private message me on Twitter, at James Rodriguez, R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z. Thanks and enjoy. Don't you want my iconography? Don't you understand? Then follow me. Don't you want to aim for stars you see? Don't you want my iconography? In a previous episode of the Original Doll Podcast, we talked about A&R people. As a personal opinion, I think that this is Britney's most cohesive album. So props to her A&R person, Karen Quack. Now, I will be doing some quick commentary on the songs in the order that they were published with their respective publishing companies, which is not the official track listing. For music fans, you will get to hear the order the songs were published and see how the album started to take shape officially. First track we're going to talk about. Do you want to come over? Uh-huh. Now, Brittany wrote this. She's always talked about how much she loves guitars, so she wanted as much guitar on this track as possible. Yeah. Do you want to come over? Yeah. This song 
was also the third of three promotional singles for Glory, which was released August 18th, 2016. Invitation. Britney Spears co-wrote the opening track of the album, which is Invitation. She called it a very smooth song, very melodic, and she loves melodies. Justin Tranter actually talked about how Britney Spears has melodies for days. Spears also talked about being inspired by Selena Gomez. She loved that Selena Gomez can use her voice to set a story to music. And it just so happens that Britney Spears would work on more than half of this album with Selena's revival album collaborators, Justin Tranter and Julia Michaels. You evoke the feeling This feeling I've been dreaming of Just like me. The guitar on the track was inspired by none other than fast car recording artist Tracy Chapman. Now, co-writer Justin Tranter told Zane Lowe that Britney came up with the idea and said, I want to do a song about a girl walking in and finding her boyfriend with another woman who looks just like her. Now, during the production of Glory, which was late 2014 through 2016, Britney Spears dated a guy, and allegedly a video appeared in August of 2014 that showed this guy making out with another woman. This could be one of those times that Britney used her own personal experience to inspire a song. Now, Justin Tranter said he would have never recommended a song this dark because of the idea that the world has of Britney, that she is bright and poppy. So this, this signal from Britney to go dark, helped Tranter, who is a former punk-loving rocker, create Just Like Me. The next song, in the publishing order, Man on the Moon. Britney described it as being very electronic and uplifting. Now, fellow singer Phoebe Ryan appears courtesy of her label, worked on this song with Jason Evigan and a few others. You see, the writers and producers knew it was something special. And this is one of those important parts of an A&R person. Because they curate several options for the recording artist, then they take that lead and kind of hear what direction the artist, Britney Spears in this case, wants to go, then they find the material for her. Now, songwriters like Justin Tranter and Julia Michaels have talked about working on songs and not sure where they would end up. But they are always excited when someone decides to sing their song. You see, other times, songs are written with a specific artist in mind. track, Private Show. This is another song co-written by Britney Spears. Now, some may know Private Show as one of Britney Spears' fragrances with Elizabeth Arden, a highly successful fragrance line, might I add. Now, the Princess of Pop announced she had a new fragrance coming out called Private Show. Then a week later, 
she let the world know that she named it that because it was one of the songs that were going to be on her upcoming album. Britney said that the song is so upbeat and that it really shows her vocal chops. She was in London working on the song with co-writer Carla Williams and was blown away by Williams' vocals. Britney and the production decided to use the British singer's vocals in the backing final mix. This is one of the promotional singles that was released to promote the album. Many fans were thrilled to hear a doo-wop throwback vocal spears. Now, some critics claimed it was just too weird. Either way, the song was given an accompanying video to coincide with the release of Britney's newest fragrance, Private Show. It was released as the first promotional single in August of 2016. Make Me, which for a while was known as Make Me Move. Some people say it still sounds like move and not ooh. That's up to the listener. She liked working with G-Eazy. Britney Spears said that he was part of the new prop of up-and-coming artists. Now, in the original Doll podcast episode where I talk about Britney Spears' cover of Tom's Diner, I mentioned that music producer Giorgio Moroder said that the label would really only let him work with artists who were on the same label. Now, G-Eazy might not have been a household name at that time, but... When he and Britney performed Make Me at the 2016 MTV Music Video Awards, Britney threw in part of his hit song with BB Rexa called Me, Myself, and I. Now, Britney featuring G Eazy on her lead single might seem odd, but first and foremost, when a rapper is added to a song, the idea is that it gives more of a hip-hop feel that is able to be shopped to more radio markets than if it were just a solo pop song. As we discussed in our radio episodes, being versatile on radio is important and imperative to the success of a song. The next song on the list is Mood Ring. Now, I am not going to talk about Mood Ring in this episode, as if you go a few episodes back, you get to hear about Mood Ring with special help and information from Mood Ring's songwriter and vocal producer, John Asher. Slumber Party. Slumber Party was the second official single from Glory. Britney Spears liked it because it gave a very Jamaican feel. She also co-wrote the song. Now, to spice up the release of the single, RCA added Spears' fellow label mate, R&B singer Tanache. A video was filmed and released, winning many fans over with the visuals, the dancing, and the guest star in the video, a then-unknown Sam Ashgari, who would go on to date Britney Spears. Now, Slumber Party would peak at number 86 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 charts. I added a fun little remix in here, the Bit Error remix, uh, in which you can easily hear songwriter and fellow pop star Julia Michaels singing Slumber Party.
Up next, Clumsy. Now, this is another track written by Britney Spears. Now, if you've noticed, many of these tracks so far were written by Britney, which is amazing, especially with the quality of this album. Now, Clumsy served as the record's second promotional single, which was released August 11th, 2016. Now, this was done in the middle of the process, which makes sense as we're in the middle of going through these songs. She wanted to make this album, this song, funky. She wanted to make it bluesy. She wanted an old school kind of feel. She did live clapping in the studios with some of the co-writers and producers. Something to point out is Britney gives a little nod to her hit from almost 20 years ago. The next song, Coupé Electrique. Now this song has the Princess of Pop singing in French. Now here's the thing that may seem bizarre to some people, but... You could look at any of the big pop divas, the icons. Many of them have recorded their own songs in other languages. And this is the second song on Glory to feature Britney singing in French. Now, Britney discussed making this song with radio host Cooper Lawrence. Yeah, the girl I worked with, she's um, actually from France, and um, she's a really cool, very cool girl. She wrote it with me, and um, I think whenever, depending on who you work with, it kind of references a little bit of their personality, and I have to say, she's a, the girl is great. She's so, so good, and she helped me with it, and just the way she speaks is really, really different, so I think I incorporated that into the record, which made it just, it's, it's different. Up next, what you need which also went by What You Want. Now, this song is really an unabashedly Britney song. Her vocals are present and showing off all parts that make her voice her voice. Quivering notes, vocal fray, using her lower register. This is exactly what many fans craved. This was also the last song on the standard 12-track edition of Glory. If I'm dancing. In a previous episode of the Original Doll podcast, I had said that Britney is not an artist who will take credit for something that she did not write. And much like Celine Dion, she is never afraid to sing songs by other writers. Britney Spears is a lover of music, so if something tickles her fancy, she's going to sing it. This song was recorded in July of 2015. If I'm Dancing also gives the listener another taste of Britney with a British accent. Take a listen. Change Your Mind, No Seas Cortes. This was co-written and produced by Matt Mann and Robin with Justin Tranter who had worked on Selena Gomez's Handsome Myself. The song has Britney singing in Spanish on top of a Spanish guitar. So you don't want to cross the line, but I'm going to make you change your mind. Now these next few I'm going to mention in not in particular order of publishing. I wanted to set aside these songs to point out some interesting things about each track. 
Just Love Me, which was the number six track on the album, Britney described as very much a companion piece, kind of reminds her of That's the Way Love Goes by Janet Jackson. Something to point out is that Britney has never had any issues saying she has been inspired by other artists. Spears has mentioned how both Janet and Michael have inspired her throughout her entire career. In our Slave for You episode coming up next month, we talk about how Janet Jackson choosing not to keep a song led to Britney Spears singing it and ultimately creating another iconic moment at the MTV Video Music Awards. Better. The first of the four bonus tracks on the deluxe edition of Glory from 2016. Now this was produced by Blood Pop, who has worked with Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift, and more. Now Blood Pop was born Michael Tucker in Missouri, and he worked on almost every track on Lady Gaga's Return to Dance album Chromatica and her 2016 pop rock album Joanne. In addition to this, he also produced almost half of the Queen of Pop Madonna's 2015 album Rebel Heart. Madonna has always been an artist that Britney supports and mentions. Britney has talked about the Material Girl's career being one that should be applauded. Hard to forget you. Now, this was reviewed by Alex McPherson for The Guardian, and in his review he said, Something about the chat-along chorus here sounds as though it was originally intended for a girl group. It's cute enough, but the hook doesn't quite match the explosiveness of the electro-rock backing, and for the first time in Glory, Britney sounds slightly dwarfed by the music. Well, here's the thing. It was written by Ed Druitt who had worked extensively with UK supergroup Little Mix, as well as disbanded boy band groups The Wanted and One Direction. Now, all four members of Little Mix, they took a hand in writing Britney Spears' 2015 duet with Iggy Azalea called Pretty Girls. As we finish up side A, I wanted to let you know we will be doing a Swimming in the Stars episode coming soon. Now back to Glory. In May of 2020, Britney Spears saw her 2016 album reach the top of the iTunes album charts. It went number one four years after its release. Britney responded on Instagram. Hi guys, so today I just figured out that Glory went to number one on the iTunes charts. I have no idea what happened because of you. I'm having the best day ever. Thank you guys. At the top of this episode, I played a clip in which Britney Spears talks about being proud of this album. That reaction, that video, is genuine to me. I believe she was happy with the success and happy that she chose to do these. Many of these songs were co-written by Britney. It looked as though she really took control of this project, as all of these songwriters, producers, all talked about her being active in the studio with them. Now, a little bit of information I want to throw in there is, where did Britney Spears' album Glory, where did the title come from? Well, it came from none other than her 10-year-old son, Sean Preston, who, at the time, was looking to be a DJ. Now, Britney has stated in various interviews that she looks to her children for feedback on music. A little bonus information about this, she would play some of the songs for her children, and... They did not like Make Me. 
Now, before we flip to the B side, I want to give a little shout out to Tommy in New Jersey, Tiffany in Connecticut, Grant in Florida, Pam in Italy, and Pablo in Chile. Enjoy. Okay, so everyone, this is Derek, please. Derek, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I love music. I've made music myself before and sold it. Um, I have a record collection that is in the hundreds, and it's very pop-focused. I like to follow anything and everything Britney Spears. Derek, tell me about Glory on Vinyl and your honest reaction. (laughs) So I got my copy at 10 a.m. on Friday. And all seemed well. Um, I got a really good copy. They gave me a good one with no damage on the packaging or anything like that. And Was that uh, something that there were other product that they had that were damaged? Or do they always, does your record store go, hey, we're going to give him the best one because he's Well, a they did customer. do that. Yes, they said that. <laughs> because of me being a loyal customer. Um. So I get home and I'm excited to listen to it, obviously. Uh, I open it. The gatefold is Glory Us. It's very beautiful. David LaChapelle did a great job with all the photos. You open up the second uh, part of the gatefold and there's three art prints with like credits and stuff on the backside of each. Um, Very nice. But the discs... And were these photos were these photos or images released before, or is this new to this the packaging? This is new to the packaging. Like, there's the one where she is basically on top of a bunch of broken glass and high heels, and there's a destroyed car levitating in the air behind her. So that's very David LaChapelle. It's supposed to allegedly talk about her broken life and the way it was portrayed by the media, which is the shattered glass on the ground. Everything was okay. So I was looking at it like, oh, well, they did a good job on this, you know? So then I take out the disc and I put it on my player. And I noticed that the disc is a little bit warped, but like just normal warping, like vinyl can just be warped sometimes. But the needle started going back and forth and back and forth on the record. And I'm like, like left to right, left to right. And I'm like, what is going on? See, they pressed disc one off center. And this, my record store owner told me is going to be something that affects almost all, if not all copies because they pressed it off center. He also said that the obvious that this was a rush job. So there's more to the story. Uh oh. <laughs> so disc two had some extra material hanging off of it. Basically, it was a triangle of extra material towards the edge. Um, so my first thought was let's cut this off, obviously. I realized with all of these problems and that maybe I should tell the record store. So I, I was like, hey, look at all these issues. Is there any way you could send this back to RCA and I could get a new copy? And he's like, oh yeah, totally, just bring it in. 
So I brought it in, but the second copy I got home and it was, I kid you not, the most warped vinyl I have ever seen in my entire life. Even the video I sent the record store owner, he was like, holy crap, exclamation, exclamation. Like he could not even believe it. It was that warped. It was, you know, disheartening as a fan of over 20 years, you know, so uh, I guess 22 years now. So I was disheartened by that, but the store couldn't have been nicer. They um, had a flattening machine, so they flattened my record. You probably have the only full working (laughs) copy of Gloria Vinyl. Yeah, but now it sounds grainy (laughs) when it starts, so I think I'm going to get it ultrasonic cleaned, um, which is another Mm. thing people can do. People should know that indie record stores are magical, and they have a lot of devices in the back that people don't even know about that they use on the regular for stuff that people bring in that's just subpar quality. There are a lot of issues that can go wrong with a vinyl where it could just be really dirty or it could have ingrained um noise in it and you want to get that clean so the best way is ultrasonic and most big record stores like well i wouldn't even say big i'd even say medium have like a ultrasonic cleaning machine and that's something where the the listener if they're they have records they can easily contact any record store. A record store, even if they don't have that, they know the people to send you to because it's such a small community in a lot of these cities. So for most people that have this, what do you think the chances are that they have a subpar quality product of Glory, the reissue? Well, considering he said that the centering issue on disc one could be pretty universal, I'd say that most people won't notice that because it sounds good. It still sounds good. It just moves funny on the record. So if they look for it, they might notice it. But all in all, I think it's going to sound fine because there still hasn't been a Britney issue with sound on any of her vinyl releases. Which is good because that's the most important thing. And there are, of course, the collectors that are just collectors of the vinyl because they like the the design, the artwork, the cover art, where they keep it sealed so they wouldn't know any of these problems. So then let's get to this. So when Britney's team, Britney RCA, when the brand itself re-released this, what did they add this time around? Okay, well, they added all the original David LaChapelle artwork. And the car, the car image that you referenced, she's wearing the outfit that is in the original Make Me video, that black outfit with the fringe, if you will. And so on the the vinyl, there's a whole second side of that with the new songs, Mood Ring and everything. How do you like um, Matches, Swimming in the Stars, and the, is it Wookie remix of? Yes. The Wookie remix of Mood Ring is everything. It starts different because, you know, all the remixes um, use that whole, there's only one bitch, the real one, Britney that was cut out of the actual song. Uh, so the, this one starts different, the Wookiee remix, because instead of saying there's only one bitch, uh, the real one, Britney, it says there's only one bitch, Britney, and then it just abruptly starts, and it pops off, and it's really good. 
and it doesn't overuse that line like the Pride remix does. Out of the three songs, Mood Ring, Swimming in the Stars, and Matches, do you think Swimming in the Stars was the one that made the most sense to release and give a, a single to? Uh, if I were RCA, I would have picked uh, Matches with Backstreet Boys because I feel like that would have been more of a commercial hit because people are always into nostalgia and right now that y2k nostalgia is at probably its peak um because everything runs on a 20-year cycle for trends so i would have picked that but i do think that swimming in the stars is a cool single for fans and i think they're just doing this for fans anyway so at the end of the day they probably thought well this is the most visual one we don't have a photo of her with the backstreet boys and it's a it's a duet it's not a featuring so it's not like they can just say featuring backstreet boys the backstreet boys open the song and you know sing until the chorus so for your take in this in this whole thing what is what are your thoughts on this repackaging was it necessary was it worth it was it worth the back and forth trips and everything with the um record stores it was worth it it's a beautiful release and it um gives the fans what we deserved in the first place which was the actual david la chapelle photo shoot and maybe not more songs because it was like a 17 track album so people should be thinking of that as more of like a oh, wow, like, not only do we get a repackaging, but we get way more music, which we didn't even need. So I think their hearts were in the right place. Do they want Christmas cash? Is this right? Is this release uh, primed for Christmas? Are they rushing it out for Christmas? Absolutely. You saw all the problems. Um, I didn't even mention one of the problems. The vinyl comes with a sticker on the back of it. Uh, which is not seen here because I took the wrapping off, but it was right here. And it says, do you want to come over? Appears as track two on side B. So it's listed as track two on side A, but it plays on side B. Oh, and also, do we get the Slumber Party Tanache remix for the listener that doesn't no, know? No, unfortunately, we do not get that. As a completionist, I would love to have that on vinyl. But unfortunately, they did drop her from RCA. And RCA is kind of savage, so they don't include their dropped artists on this. You know what? And I will say, with the, the packaging of this, uh, we talked about it before, and for those that are Britney fans, know this. This, I believe, was her longest studio album. Like, the number of, even just the original one, the 17 and the deluxe. Um, and I feel like it's also at the shorter end, too, because some of those songs were, like, two and a half, less than three minutes long. But I do think Swimming in the Stars, um, Mood Ring, I feel like there were definitely two different albums being created. One that was very ethereal and one that was very clumsy, um private show funky like i definitely feel like mood ring fits with make me and man in the moon and coupe electrique invitation but it also would be and it would and it would also be too much of that i think if matches and mood ring were on the u.s version right off the bat i think people would think 
it sounds the same. Um, because Slumber Party and Liar and Better, those are all funkier. And they would fit like on a set. If you had to split it in half, you can easily split those songs up funky, ethereal. The other thing is, and that's a weird situation with this, usually you release the single, then the album. We just got this album with this bonus single, but the single for Swimming in the Stars doesn't come out on the vinyl until next month, which is different than a normal situation it would be. And so on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest level you can give this release, vinyl, sound, everything. What would you give Glory 2020? Release? I would still give it like a 7.5 or an 8 because at the end of the day, it deserves to exist and it's beautiful. So for the listeners, how would they follow you on your social media everywhere? Well, all my social media is Derek Please. So that's D-E-R-E-K, please, like, you know, please and thank you. So just one word, Derek, please. <laughs> if you're a fan of Britney Spears or a fan of music, reach out to me to see if you want to be a part of future episodes of the Original Doll Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and like and rate us on your preferred streaming platforms. We also have a giveaway. Go to Facebook.com, Our Art of Giving, to see how to win your own copy of Matches. Uh-huh. Thank you, Derek, and everyone else. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the what? flip side. Say you feel alone, that your day was the baddest. Telling me you can't sleep because of your mattress. Do you want to come over? Yeah. Do you want to come over? Yeah.